Alright, um, well, it's been a while since we did this. I've kind of forgotten how to do it. Uh, how, do uh, how do I mouth good? <laughs> Couldn't say. Welcome back to another episode of Fix That For You, the podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about, but it also happens to be embarrassing stories every time. This is episode 11 of Fix That For You. Thank you again for joining us. Don't know how you guys found us. Don't really care, but sure are glad you're here. I'm your co-host, Mitch Hessian, and joining me in our basement layer studio is... You go first. Okay. I'm Kyle Ryan. I'm Caleb Carson. And we're... Together we make up... The the big the guys for you. Like I said before, we take embarrassing stories off the internet or from our listeners and give some absolutely great advice on how people can recover from their embarrassment or their embarrassing situations. Before we get into the advice portion of it, uh, I just want to ask you guys: um, What are your guys's New Year's resolutions for this this new year? It's a new year. It's a new us. Kyle has a tattoo on his butt this year. We're really excited about that. Caleb has a cat with a urinary tract infection, <laughs> and that I I am really looking forward to see how that turns out. And it's exciting. Yeah, yes. it's really good. It's really cool. Biggest event of the year. I have an Instagram TV show going with it, so uh, uh, tune into that to find out if <laughs> it clears up or if she pees all over my bed again. Do you need to Twitch stream that too? Because I'm actually I'm very interested in to see the developments. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll what I'll do is I'll put a cameras all over my house and anywhere she is, you'll <laughs> you always see the cat. Live feed it all the time. Yep. <laughs> um, and as for me, what's what's new with me this year, you guys? Well, I have an ingrown hair on my stomach, so. <laughs> So that's what I'm working with, and uh, I'm also looking forward to the developments on that. Hey, Mitch, could you live stream that for me? <laughs> I I can look into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. That'd be great. Um. So tune into my Twitch live stream, and we're gonna see how that hair ingrowns. <laughs> um, but but what are you guys' New Year's resolutions other than you know just talking about New New Year's news? Us. My New Year's resolution is actually a twist on the what's typically done as a resolution. But that's kind of overdone. So I want to do a New Year's revolution. Okay. So I'm going to start a revolution. Um, Starting this New Year's? Ending this, at the end of this year? Ending at the end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> 2019 New Year's revolution. We're what is the re- what, what's the revolution? Well, it's pretty... If you don't know, you're not in it. <laughs> so. But will I feel its effects? Well, we're well, going to feel it. So then, I, then I'll know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Just okay. give us a couple months, All right. and then we'll quit. I'll just, uh, when I realize taxes are no longer being taken out of my paycheck, I'll know. That might give you one clue. <laughs> um, my, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to finally start using lotion this year. Oh, I, I've got some so- lotion right by my bed. Right there. <laughs> That's the kind of lotion I have in my car. Really? Yeah. High five. But, uh, but in all seriousness, I, I'm not, I've really never used lotion in my life before because my hands get really sweaty. So my hands are always moisturized yeah. in my feet. Why add lotion though? If you got our, if you already got the, cause the it moisture. just seems like the human thing to do. Like everyone's doing it and I just, like, if I'm not doing it, people are going to think like I'm up to something. Bitch like as a non-human. Like I'm some sort of like, <laughs> like alien visitor 
that is just watching humans and seeing like what like the different intricacies of them. Yeah. But I wanna I want people to think that I'm actually am a human, so I'm gonna start using lotion this year. Hmm. Caleb, does it seem like does it seem to you like Mitch mostly just does things <laughs> to make other people think he's human? Yeah, you know what? Now that like, I he's think about he, it. he was like when he brought the idea of this podcast to us, he was like, you know how humans do things <laughs> that they don't think that they don't like that they do. What if we talked with other humans about that? <laughs> And then he said, and I, and I quote, wouldn't it be mutually beneficial for all of us if we made other humans laugh? Because that's something that makes them like you more. So we should do a funny podcast. Oh, he did say that. For the humans. Yeah. yeah. Remember how earlier in the podcast he said, you know how humans do New Year's resolutions? Yeah, that is what he said. He what would be your that. human New Year's resolution? Specifically your human one. I don't want to hear about your alien one. I want to hear about the things you would do as a human. Wait, why would you assume I have an alien one? I just want to make it very, very clear that I'm only, <laughs> what you're looking about, for. I'm only talking about human resolutions. Well, okay. My human resolution is... And that's it. Yeah, I guess you want me to beat that out? Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't want anybody to know that. <laughs> okay. I accidentally said my alien one, and I'm backtracking really hard right now. It was, very, it was pretty vulgar, too. <laughs> I really, well, I really that's don't just the language. It comes off like that. I really that's don't want... Talk. I don't want humans to hear that nastiness. I want to make them laugh. I don't want to make them cry. Right, yeah. Negative emotion is... We want to avoid that. <laughs> I don't want to get any more human emails about how vulgar we are on these podcasts. <laughs> or have any more human conversations with my human parents about how, how some of our subject matter isn't quite fitting for their ears. Here's a human question from, I assume, a human off of the human website Reddit. How much does a single noodle cost? If I wanted to become a noodle trader, how can I get started? <laughs> Back up. <laughs> Back up. Yeah, okay. How much does a single, one singular noodle cost? Okay, what kind of noodle? A spiral noodle? An angel hair noodle? Okay. A ravioli noodle? Let me tell you what the information I have. A singular noodle. That's that's all the information I can get. <laughs> we have to average all of the noodles? I think if we're averaging, it's going to be just take whatever ramen is. Okay, fair enough. I think that's the okay, staple. A single ramen that's noodle. That's a staple noodle. Okay, so... What did you say? If a pack of ramen noodles has 90, is 99 cents... Correct. Mm-hmm. How many noodles are in a pack exactly. of ramen noodles? We have noodles? to count every single noodle one by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we... Okay, so let's count every single noodle in this pack of ramen that we have here in our studio. Um, and then we'll be right back after this short break. This is your jam. This is your jam. Alright, so we counted all of the ramen in this pack of ramen noodles, and um, I, I lost count. <laughs> I lost count. I. And as soon as we started counting, they all broke into a million pieces. <laughs> it's so, like they knew we were counting it's them. It's like they knew. I think our first mistake was not cooking them. Yeah. Oh, we, we tried to count them dry. That's a yeah. really good point, yeah. Maybe, sure. And then I think our second mistake was breaking open the pack of ramen noodles with a hammer. And I think that... <laughs> right. I don't, I don't think we really thought that one all the way through. Yeah. And then, and then the third mistake, you might you might say, it was just me, you know, vacuuming them up with my mouth. <laughs> just... I couldn't hold back. Yeah, I was... I got distracted and started counting the powder in the flavor packet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Yeah... Noodles. The vacuum thing was very human of you, though, I must say. Thank like you. That was one of the most human mm-hmm. activities I've ever Humans seen. Humans do spend a lot of time shoveling food into their orifice, I mean mouth. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's in- reintegrate back into human society. Uh, tell me about <laughs> some human problems that we I can help solve with human... Okay. We can help solve with human answers. 
Alright, let's go with this story. Let's read an embarrassing story and laugh at them. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's, let's make them... Let's fix it up. Let's fix it. Let's fix it for you. Brought to us by Dangerous Dave 99. I got Thank it. you, Dangerous Dave 99. 99 Daves, but Dave ain't one. I walked to my dog. No. No, 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 no. Nope, start over. He did not walk to his dog. He walked his dog at 5 o'clock every morning. No matter what time of the year it is, whether it's light or dark, I love it. It's a great time for me to clear my head and start the day. There's nobody ever out, and I enjoy the peace and quiet. Uh, I always walk my dog in a hoodie with the hood up. I feel very enclosed and safe, but now I realize it doesn't. And but now I realize it doesn't give me perfect vision. I stepped out of my house and was letting the dog sniff slash wee. I heard a noise like a stone on concrete. I looked at the dog and heard the noise again. I had to turn all the way around because I had my hood up. Walking towards me was a figure. For reasons I can't explain, I screamed like a child. <laughs> child. The figure turned out to be my 20-year-old hot neighbor who started to laugh at me. I could tell it was a laugh you make when, you, when you're embarrassed for somebody. All I could muster <laughs> as she walked past me was, Sorry, I didn't know. No, I don't know why I did that. She just kept on walking by and laughing at me. Dang. Dang that's Shoot, this is icy, bro. <laughs> So, we can already start with something. You know what he's doing right. He's got a dog. Right. He's loyal. He's a single guy with a dog. What better cute girl attraction than that, you know? So he's doing a good job in that realm. Right. He's got that going for him. Yeah. Um, problem is, seems like a little wuss. A little bit. Yeah. Ah! You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to make him tougher. <laughs> so, make him tougher. So, so make him tougher. Is that uh, is that's the trajectory? Anyway. That would be one. That would be one solution. Be- because the ultimate solution would mm-hmm. be to get him, you know, connected with this this neighbor, this hot uh-huh. neighbor. Mm-hmm. He ends up with her. We have done our job, and they have a cute to story. The teat. Huh? They have a cute story to start with. Yeah, yeah, that's very cute. Origin story is everything. So yeah. basically, what we what we need to do here is we need to somehow set up the man and this and the hot neighbor, despite. This extremely awkward situation encounter that they both had together. Correct. And his distinct disadvantage of being a wuss. Yes, it's definitely an uphill battle from here on out. Right. But I do think it is salvageable. This guy, he's already got himself to the five-yard line. He's already stalked this hot girl and, and got <laughs> bought a house next to her. <laughs> so right. step step one is done. He's in proximity. And mm-hmm. if anybody knows anything about love like, like I do... Then you know that proximity is one of the most important things about a relationship. Yeah, if you stand close enough to a... someone for long enough, they will fall in love. If... With you. <laughs> I think that sounds like realty, like realtors. The number one thing is location, 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 location. The number one thing about love is location, location, <laughs> and lack of personal space. I was, go- I was gonna say, I was gonna say. In banging, but I, can't, but I can't have that conversation with my father again. <laughs> um, location, location, and not having embarrassing situations where you mm. make yourself look like a fool. So this, it's tough because the situation's kind of out of his hands right now. I'm gonna put the ball in the dog's court on this mm. one. <laughs> dogs love balls. What? What do girls love more than diamonds? Dogs. Dogs. Boom. He, what the dog needs to do is run to the neighbor's house. Okay. Every day. Okay. And so she has to bring him back every day. Right. Um. Eventually, like they'll start a big conversation, and you know they'll start to hit it off. Maybe start talking about oh, why is your why is your dog why is he running away to my house every day? Have you trained him 
turn away to my house every day so I can come over here and talk to you. And you have to you have to blow you have to blow the one off because you can't let her know that that's exactly what you did. <laughs> um, after that, I think you gotta kind of take it from there. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, invite her into your house and then don't let her leave. Uh, I think just lock the door behind her and say this is your home now. And uh, and you think you think that might be causing more problems? Are you are you trying to cause more problems? No, I swear, it definitely I swear seems like you're not, not doing a solution. I swear, I'm trying to help. Oh my goodness! I, I cross my heart. You said you put it on hold, Mitch. Yeah, but then I quietly said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys didn't hear it. <laughs> Caleb, give me your hand. We hold off your solution by oath for the next ten minutes. By oath, you are okay, not fine. You have to make a solution. Okay, fine. Um, the dog thing would work though. Yeah, the and dog then, thing was good. Yeah. Um, but then invite her into your house and lock the door. Oh, <laughs> bitch! <laughs> Dang it, you got oh, me. No. <laughs> I had enough to heal with your problems. <laughs> we need to go back to the last intelligent thing Mitch said, which was that women in this order love dogs and then diamonds. So here's what you do. You, <laughs> what, why are you laughing? Uh, are you I was laughing? just trying to figure out the order. Yeah, dogs. You said in this order, but you didn't say diamonds. the value system based off of that order. So dogs. you didn't say dogs more and then diamonds. Well, forget about it. Dogs <laughs> and then diamonds. I don't know how to be any clearer. <laughs> so what you do is you take a ring box, put a big old freaking diamond in it, Ooh. whether that's on a ring or not. It doesn't matter. Just a, a rock, shiny rock. Could even be a cubic zirconium for all we care. Okay. She grabs a duck. Oh. Oh, what's this on the collar? And there's a note. She opens the note, and it says, This box on the dog's collar. Please, open it. She opens it, <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? Kyle, guess what? Guess chloroform what comes out of it. No, Mitch, chloroform does not. Dang Kyle? It. A grenade. <laughs> no. We're trying oh, to no, no, no. I love it. Right, right, right. A, a, there's a little spring in there, and on top of the spring... Perched underneath the closed part of the box yes. is a tiny little arrow that he stole oh from Cupid. Oh my gosh. And that arrow, once she opens it, will spring and poke her in the face, but oh. poke her with Cupid's <laughs> magic. I did not and think And then she'll fall in love that. with the dog. Oh, frick, I didn't yes. think about that part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but she falls this, in love with well, the dog. Well, but at this point, you don't even want to date her anymore because she lost an eye. <laughs> she's not as attractive as she is. She just wear an eye patch. And mm-hmm. so you're kind of like, she's oh, in love with the dog. Easy come, easy go. I'll find a new house. All right. This this story is brought to us by HanHan underscore 371. And the name of it is Rude Guy Demanding Toilet Paper at Local Gym. Which sounds like a newspaper headline. (laughs) (laughs) At Local Gym, uh, a guy's demanding toilet paper. He said, and I quote, I demand toilet paper. (laughs) As he was doing curls. For the girls! Extra, extra, read all about it. Rude Guy Demanding Toilet Paper at Local Gym. (laughs) 25 cents. I want a picture of Spike Lee. newspaper. I want a picture of that toilet paper, and I want it now. I want a picture of the rude man of the gym on my desk by 3 p.m. today. And I want it printed on toilet paper. Peter! I want it to be three-ply, at least. I want to be able to wipe with this for days. Get it to me now. And print some diaper cream. That reminds me of uh, my brother. Was My brother... Um, his wife buys like the Ultra Plus three ply toilet paper. And Dang, he, what do they do? He complains Ooh. about it because he's he's, what he says it gets all flaky. <laughs> 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 Too much friction. Too much. Uh, this weekend, I heard about somebody who their whole adult life, and apparently it started when they were an infant. They've used 
carried around and only used <laughs> wet wipes. Like wow. like I like you do for for like an infant. Yes, they could pay they just my student stopped. debt with the money they spent. That's on no, that it's the amount of, it's so expensive to coddle your own crack. You know. Hey everybody! Uh, this week we are doing a a fun drive for this person that only uses wet wipes to wipe it, and they're in they're in a very bad financial situation. And we we at Fix That For You are going to help get them out, uh, and and we want our listeners to be a part of it. If you want to help support this person's lavish lifestyle and continue to use wet wipes, please send your money to us. We will be filming a uh, commercial, as in like the Animal Angels Rescue things. If you see these pets behind you, you can clearly see that they're in pain, suffering, beaten, left out chains, for a donation of only $500 a day. You can help rescue or these three wet wipes. Or three wet wipes an hour. You can help these pets to maintain a healthy anus. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right, let's get to the story. Let's get to the, the, to the meat of this actual <laughs> audio experience. Yeah. <laughs> this didn't happen to me personally. Secondary cringe alert! Well, did it happen to you collectively, you idiot? <laughs> but being a bystander subjected secondhand cringe, I am still recoiling as I write this. I was at the reception at a sports center I used uh, setting up a membership for my sister. Uh, when an extremely craggy man... Now, what would you say "craggy" means? Like, what what is that? It's when you're it's when you're crabby and covered in crap at the same time. Right? <laughs> I I agree with you. The crabby, crabby, and groggy. That's my groggy. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to get a picture of. You. All right. When an extremely craggy man storms out of the changing facilities, pointing at staff members and demanding toilet paper for one of the changing room toilets. What in the world? S- side note: I understand toilet paper is a necessity. But this guy's manner is totally unreasonable. The man I was talking to at the reception says something through his walkie-talkie and assures, <laughs> we got a 490. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> and assures me that someone will be, assures the man that someone will be there at ASAP to get him his toilet paper. <laughs> Meanwhile, another customer is ordering a slushie from the cafe at, at reception. What the- what kind this? of gym is this? Where is this place? This has to be what California. A Planet Fitness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a Planet Fitness. Are we allowed fitness. to say that? No, yeah. Uh, can we uh, say names not a sponsor. Yeah, we can say sponsor. Not a sponsor. Unless they want to be. Uh, meanwhile, somebody's ordering a slushie from the cafe at reception, and another member of, of staff stands up to ask, small or large? <laughs> toilet man, toilet paper man steps in, not seeing the slushie customer. Large toilet paper! What sort of question is that? <laughs> Do you want the size of my shirt, too? <laughs> the guy says. What? Oh, I don't know. Me. This is crazy. Oh, shoot. He quickly realizes his mistake as the staff member at the slushing machine points to the other customer, and that customer storms off, hopefully to flush his turd down the toilet after receiving his bog roll. What? Oh, is that the end bog of Bog roll. Is there more? That's it. it. Sounds like a type of sushi, man. <laughs> this story, I'm so far removed from this story. Like, I wow, there's a lot going on. I cannot imagine a scenario where this is, happens in my real life. <laughs> it sounds like a dream, man. Mm-hmm. It's just, a really weird, random dream. That's crazy. This man walks out of the bathroom without wiping. That's pretty much that's one. That's that's my take. <laughs> oh, on so. think about. I can't take imagine away. he would be so angry if he had done if he had realized before he started. Unless this is code. Brown for this guy, and he's like, I need this now, 
And uh, actually, I need this yesterday. I need this last Why? year. There's just like so many <laughs> ways this shouldn't have ever have happened. <laughs> like he walks, like he. Okay, so the guy he he poops out a turd and he says and he sees no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I guess I'm gonna get up after. I'm gonna get up not wiping, risking a rash, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go outside where people know I haven't wiped and tell them that I haven't wiped by telling them that I need more toilet paper. Right. And being it's, loud and enraged about it instead, instead of, of discreet. <laughs> instead of going to like any other changing room <laughs> and getting another roll right. of toilet paper. Yeah. Or just going and buying a slushie. Or like you know? Just leaving yeah, it on yeah, your just touch. Wipe with a slushie. Get a slushie. Wipe with a slushie. Just slushy. just dump it all over your your, your, your hand crack and, and then place it place it there. Would this be a good idea? Say you're at an establishment like this and you're in their facilities taking a turdy. And you, a number turd, a number turd, <laughs> a dirty turd, uh, and you uh, realize you're out of the you're out of toilet paper. What if you Google the number of the place you're at and call call the establishment? Wow. They pick up the phone and you say, "Hey, I'm in your bathroom <laughs> and I need toilet paper." Would wouldn't that work? Then then they'd just be like, "Oh yeah, I'll just come." Yeah, that right that's. Probably like actually the best. I've never. I've never. Of yeah, I've never done it. I've never like been in that situation. But that's. I have that in my back pocket now. That's yeah, very no, that's, elegant. That's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, people what it could have. People that listen to this this audio experience, they must really get a lot of helpful tips. They're getting a real solution. I I think out of the lifespan of our audio experience, we've had like three or four really good like tips. That people yeah. can actually use in their in their actual lives. Yeah. Anyways, um, and that's far too many. So let's that's not kind of bad. Yeah, 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 that's too much. We did too many solutions last year. We need to cut that down by <laughs> negative four this year. Got to come up with a problem. So um, cutting would be minus, and the negative four, which would that be? So four, we're back up. So now we're up four. to eight. Yeah, now we're up to eight. You're welcome, Frick. It's quick math. Okay, so let's talk about the guy that had to witness this really bizarre mm-hmm. scenario that really nobody should ever have to see. Secondhand scringe. Scringe. Uh, secondhand cringe is a real problem. Scringe. Scringe. As the secondhand cringer, cringy. As the secondhand cringy, uh, you don't have a lot of options because a lot of this is out of your control. Uh, you're just an innocent bystander. I think as a regular customer of this establishment, you have some you have some sway with the uh, the people who work there. Potentially, you could even find yourself. Working there sometimes. Uh, one day you decide, hey, I really like establishment enough, and I can see there being some benefits to working here. Um, now, as the person who was caused cringe by somebody else, uh, the way you can resolve that cringe is by um, having an equal opposite happen to them. So even though this man who did embarrass, probably maybe experienced some embarrassment on his own part by causing it on himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Secondhand cringe is undone by making that other person experience secondhand, secondhand cringe themselves. Oh, yeah. Which okay. actually requires our secondhander to experience firsthand ex- uh, embarrassment of their own. Exposure therapy. Exposure uh, we're therapy. getting into the highest level of our degrees. Yeah, yeah. This this is, you know, fourth year. Finally, a yeah. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is core four of our patent. Um, so, as the person who works there... Because I'm just assuming you're going to start working there. That has nothing to do with experiencing <laughs> yeah. Grinch. You can start monitoring the workout patterns and routines of this, this the craggy guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you can really pin down when he goes to the bathroom at the gym and uh, when he's there working out and such. From this, you will gain very important information that will help you in your mission. Caleb. Yeah. Gone. So your mission is to get terribly embarrassed mm-hmm. um, and make sure that you're by this guy that you want to experience a second <laughs> Who we now know is every move because mm-hmm. we've analyzed, as Kyle said. So all you got to do is... When he's standing there curling for the girls, mm. you walk up next to him, and you wear your very loose sweatpants that day, <laughs> and you kind of step on one of the pant legs, and then go to step again, and pull your pants just straight down to oh. your ankles. You pants yourself? You pants yourself, a self-pants. <laughs> and then you go, you look down. Oh my gosh. You still have your boxers on, or or you know maybe exercise, underwear, mm. whatever. Uh, you look at him, oh my gosh, you don't pull your pants up yet. There's like an awkward delay, like you're stunned. Mm-hmm. Then you pull your underwear down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look right at the guy and say, please help. <laughs> and then you pull him up and then run away. And uh, this guy is going to feel so cringy yeah. on what you just did that he, you're going to send him in the next year mm-hmm. of cringe. I don't, I don't, I think if I was the man seeing that, I wouldn't feel embarrassed. I would just... Convince myself I was in a dream. <laughs> right, that was a little bit too weird for real life. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go see a therapist. <laughs> We're gonna put that in dream category. <laughs> what do you suggest, uh, Mitch? What, you know, how would you embarrass yourself? Okay, this guy's secondhand cringe. Yeah, well, I don't necessarily think you have to get a job at said sports center, but you do have to frequent quite a bit. Uh, good thing you just sign up. A membership with your sister, so you can get in there whenever she goes in there. I don't know if this is a gym necessarily. It's, I think they use the word sports center. Yeah, so people are doing. So I'm thinking it's like a soccer, like an indoor yeah. soccer thing, or like maybe it's like a hockey ring or mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever the case, I'm gonna assume it's like a like there's like indoor soccer, like indoor football, that sort of stuff here. Um, very very simple. You're playing a game of soccer with some uh, a, a pickup game of soccer. You. Or, football. Yeah, a, football, a football, football americano, <laughs> and you're doing really well because, uh, and you're like scoring, and you're doing like backflips and stuff, and like bicycle oh. kicks and, and whatnot. And then you know, obviously, like the, um, it's gender neutral, cross gender, it's cross gender soccer because you know it's 2019 for for goodness sakes. Um, and you kick the ball as hard as you can. You hit a girl right in the face. Oh, oh, oh no! I'm so sorry. Like. I'm I'm so sorry. Here, um, you have the ball and you, and you play on, and it, and it happens again. And this time, <laughs> you kick her in the you kick the ball at her boob, and it's oh, oh I I I for whatever reason I cannot stop <laughs> kicking you in weird in personal places. <laughs> and she says, "Okay, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, play on." And and you guys play, and um, it comes down to and there's three seconds left in the game, and, and you're. And you're dribbling, and you get down all, all the way down the court, and it's just you and the girl and the goalie. Mm. And you say, I swear I'm not going to kick her in the face or in the boob or in the groin. <laughs> and then you kick the ball, and it, it's 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 at waist level. It's traveling. Oh, and no. you see this happening in slow motion. Oh, my God. But it curves downwards, hits the ground, comes back up, <gasps> past her into the goal. And you and you score a goal, and um, you look really sweet, and you're like, Everyone's like, ah, oh, they're lifting you up and like throwing you in the air, like, hurrah, three cheers, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. And then afterwards, the girl comes up to you and she says, that was a pretty good, good move. You want to go on a date sometime? And, and you, as you're about to say yes, and you throw up all over. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna go to my seat. Projectile vomit is like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like up and down several times and you can't oh. stop. Like blah. Um <laughs> And then you oh, look, man. and you look to your right, and you see the man there, and you knew he was gonna be there the whole time mm. because you knew his his patterns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, you look at him, you look at him, and you say, "How do you like it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is terrifying. he's just super confused because <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't understand the law of equivalency and embarrassment. But in all seriousness, what you do is you go into the bathrooms and you write down the phone number of this establishment in every stall or every change <laughs> room, I guess. And you say, in case of no toilet paper, please call uh, 5... 911. You were in a police station the if, whole time. If you're on a toilet paper, do not call 911. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, our next story is brought to us by Briskety. I attended a cookout today hosted by my neighbor. And I was standing uh, at the grill with two of them. We just moved in, and I'm trying to be friendly, so we start talking about how people like their hot dogs. And I say, my mom loves hers burnt over a fire. My neighbor, he's from New York, and it's hard for me to read him. He also talks a lot, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Sounds like you're just not a social person. Um, I don't like New Yorkers, and they talk, and it makes me uncomfortable. I just got an invitation for a barbecue at my neighbor's house, it makes me uncomfortable. The best thing to do is to go. And to talk about my mom's hot dogs. So... He starts talking about his sister who ate her hot dogs burnt and just keeps going on about it, just how burnt they are. Then, in the same breath, he says she died of colon cancer two years ago. Uh, for some god-awful reason, I say, probably from all those burnt hot dogs. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed and feel awful. Oh, no. I think what you got is you got to take your own advice on this one. And the next time, like, the next time you see your neighbor, well, actually, no, you just have to make up a bunch of hot dogs in the microwave and make sure they're not burnt and bring them to your neighbor and say, here, I'm concerned about your well-being and I want to make sure you never... You carry on? Double down. You double down on it? I think you have to. Mm. What, you're going to go back to him and say, I'm so sorry, I was wrong, I... I, It was a stupid joke. I misheard you, I I thought you said your... Your dad was a colon dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, no, I think you're right, though. And the double down has to be a triple down too, because then you have to then you have to find a bunch of research behind how there's a a very strong link and correlation between burnt hot dogs and colon cancer, <laughs> and then share all those articles with him. You manipulate that data you, to the extent you, that it's unrecognizable. You know how Wikipedia you can just anybody can edit it. What he's gonna have to do is just get on WebMD and edit the crap out of that. Great solution. Hey, look at this website. I was right. Done. I think they're New Yorker. <laughs> Well, they've been hanging out with this guy for oh, a while so now long. to make up for... And he talks so much that you kind of just soak it in. Yeah, you yeah. just soak it in. I like where you go with that. Adjust it for me. But, tweak it. This is a New Yorker we're talking about. Oh, that's right, that's right. They don't give a crap what Wikipedia says. That's right. What you gotta do... And they love the hot dogs. Is you gotta write... You gotta change Wikipedia, like you said. Right. But then do a research project about colon cancer and burnt hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Write a piece for the New Yorker. The New Yorker. Because everyone knows... People from New York have to listen to the New Yorker. Right. What about the New York Times as well? Oh, shoot. I didn't think about that one. Maybe, maybe a little bit of both. What's the difference between the two of them? Well, the New York Times is a, is a newspaper, and the New Yorker is their competition. <laughs> so, also a newspaper. It would also be a newspaper. 
<laughs> but they've really tried to uh, move most of the stuff online, so that's what they tried to do, and it's, okay. it's not done well. It's not done well. <laughs> it's not done well, but New Yorkers don't that's, care. They love that crap. Don't like doing. They eat that crap up like it's a burnt hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's overdone. It's not done well at all. <laughs> the New York Times will get extremely jealous of this new this new breakthrough in, in cancer, mm. colon cancer research, and they'll beg you for the piece. You'll charge them twenty five thousand dollars. Give them the piece, and uh, and then you tell your neighbor to read it. They will have to believe you, mm-hmm. and then um, and also now you look like a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you also have twenty five thousand dollars. Wow, we <laughs> really started from the really turned it around for that for a, a piece of fake information. <laughs> wow. The next thing you know, you're a top tier journalist. Top tier fake news. You're on journalist. Oprah. You're on Doctor Phil because that's the kind of garbage they spew <laughs> and. You know, you're like a set. Yeah. I mean, you're, pretty, you're doing pretty good. You can eat all the burnt hot dogs you want. Yeah, because then you've really... Because uh, you know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. <laughs> you can enjoy it. <laughs> you can enjoy nobody it. Nobody else is buying those burnt hot dogs. Now you can buy them all up. Now you got a monopoly on them. Next thing you know, you're selling those $8 a pop. You made another $500,000. You can probably also call them some sort of remedy or cure for colon cancer, and that would also do you pretty... <laughs> that would also... Uh, Come out with a contrary paper the very next year. Breaking the cure cancer. Burnt hot dogs, <laughs> cure colon cancer. Oh, yeah, dude. You're a double-sided coin, and you're making money on both sides of it. You're that. working it. That's freaking brilliant, dude. I love it. I don't see what better outcome we could have had. Yeah, this guy couldn't ask for anything more from us, man. Do you guys want to try one more, or you think we have it? We could try it. We could try it, and maybe this next it's one will be a short PC. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's short. We're going to try it. Maybe and not we're New York all accent. Be New York as well. <laughs> no, maybe not. Alright, this maybe one not. is brought to us by Unexpected. So that's kinda cool. Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see it coming. Uh, you could say it was gosh. unpredicted. I love that low hanging fruit. Oh, it's so good. So mm-hmm. tasty. So juicy it's, and right. Uh, oh, two numbers. Nice. Stories, you know? Short and sweet story. Okay. That's what it says. That's what it says. Oh, oh you read that. Oh. Me and my mate were driving in his car when I saw a personalized number plate on a car that made no sense. As we were driving along, I shouted out to the lady, What does your number plate mean? To which she responded, Sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> that was a bunch of nonsense. I have no clue what that... That, that, <laughs> that made no sense. That, actually oh, does, that does kind of sound like a... It does kind of sound like a fake... Like, joke, like knock, knock, joke. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, thank you again for listening to Fix That For You. If you enjoyed this episode... Please feel free to uh, like our Facebook page and rate and review us on iTunes. That actually really does help us out with just uh, viewership and, and uh, getting recognized by others who might not normally listen to this podcast. If you listeners out there have any embarrassing stories that you'd like us to read and then talk about, please feel free to send them to us. You can find us on Facebook at FTFY Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FTFYPod, or you could email them to us at FTFYPodcast at gmail.com. I will say email is probably the best way to send your stories. Send a nice email yeah. to us, yeah. Yep. Or if you want to write your story as our, one of our iTunes reviews, that's not a bad idea either. We would love to thank Cold Soda Club for the use of their song, Gnip Gnip. Uh, we really enjoy listening to that on the intro, and we hope you guys check them out because they have helped us a lot. It's a sick jam. Sick jam. Um, well, that about wraps it up for us. Just uh, thank you again, and as always, and until next time, I am your co-host, Mitch Hessian. I am your co-host, Kyle Hillman. And I'm your host, co Caleb Carson. Co, I don't want, don't do that one. Don't you freaking put that in there. <laughs> don't you freaking do it. And I'm your co-host, Caleb Carson. And you're the listener, and you're also welcome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I'm so hungry right now. Oh, I'm, like, like, I'm like getting sweaty. I'm so hungry. I got the meat sweats. I got the, I gotta go put some lotion on my